this upcoming week is a little holiday for some of us called 420, April 20th. I don't really uh, enjoy that yes. personally. Yeah. But I do celebrate 420 by eating like a pothead. <laughs> <laughs> That seems right. Yeah. That seems right. Like, I'm not Christian, but I celebrate Christmas by opening presents. Exactly. I understand. <laughs> I understand quite a bit. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. And this is episode... 12. Wow. A dozen episodes. Not a baker's dozen. No, no. That'll be next week, and we will, <laughs> we'll mention that next week. But right now, just a pure old dozen of things. Puka's here. Puka's here and is giving me some love right now. And uh, if you are on following us on Twitter, which you should be at QuizFix, uh, you will see pictures of uh, the destruction that Puka and Murderface <laughs> did before we started recording. If you hear the rustling of tissue paper on the floor, you can blame the cats. They uh, got into some stuff and uh, we didn't have time to tidy up before we got going. So uh, <laughs> if you hear the rustling of papers, it's because of adorable cats. It's not that I didn't have the time. It's that I didn't have the heart I'm, to take away their I understand. Fun. When they sit, and you'll see the picture on Twitter, when they sit in amidst the, uh, the tissue paper, they do look very, very cute. So we're just going to have to put up with a little tissue paper noise and to keep the cats happy. Unless it gets too crazy and then we'll take it away. Yes. Hear that? Yeah. So <laughs> regiment yourselves, cats. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the uh, answers to the audio round from last week. Last week was some money music uh, in celebration, question mark, of tax day. Celebration, probably not the right word, but Mm -hmm. there was some money songs. And uh, just to let people know, we record this podcast on a Thursday, so we're always doing things a little bit before schedule. You're going to hear somebody dropping in the winner's name. Just like some stranger. Yeah, some stranger. <laughs> off the str- Ooh, that's a good idea, though. Hey, Get a stranger to say the winner's name. Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to see if I can figure that out. But if you are not listening to this podcast until the weekend, if you're not listening to it right away, you have until Sunday night to get in your answers. We're going to extend it all the way there. So take your time, listen to it, get your answers in. You know, last week we got a few answers before we recorded, and then right after we recorded, we got a bunch of answers. So we want to make sure everybody has a shot. We're going to drop in the answers, and the person who won the audio round right now. Congratulations goes to Fearless Leader. You are the champion, my friend. Here are the answers. Money Talks by Hey CDC. Money on My Mind by Sam Smith.
money by the flying lizards. Money Money from Cabaret Mo Money Mo Problems by Notorious B.I.G. Money 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 by Abba Money Don't Matter Tonight by Prince Congratulations! Oh my god, it was the you're the best. I love that person. Yeah, yeah. Just just uh, just one of the most <laughs> finest examples of people I I've, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> but congratulations, well done on that quiz. I think it's time to get into the podcast proper. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's do it. It's time for the lightning round. This is the part of the podcast where Paul and I ask each other five questions on a particular subject of whatever. Yes, this is the game of whatever. What is my subject? Uh, Your subject this week is colors. Okay. Okay. Are you just going to like hold up a card and I tell you what color it is? (laughs) Because I got this. All your answers will have a color in the answer somewhere. Oh, bummer. And what is my theme this week? Your theme is folk music. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. That's going to be fun. All right. Do you want to go first or second? You can start. I will start. Here we go. Question number one. What's the name of Brian Cranston's character on Breaking Bad? Walter White. That is correct. Yes. Are you fan fan of the show? I watched the whole thing, and I actually like Better Call Saul. Have oh, you, you like that, that better? I do. I like it better. In what century did the term folk music originate? I'm going to say 19th century. That is correct. Ah, oh, good. But it is often applied to older music than that. It is, and I almost said 20th century because it really became, it was the Woody Guthrie's of the world that made it sort of popular. Yeah, that was like the revival. Right. So I didn't know if they called it that before then, but uh, I think it was Civil War era where that started to kind of become a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number two for you. In nursery rhymes... Who is under the haystack fast asleep, ignoring the sheep in the meadow and the cows in the corn? Little Boy Blue. Little Boy Blue is correct. Nice. Very nicely done. 
You know, I stump people on nursery rhyme questions all the time. I'm pretty good at nursery rhyme yeah, questions. Especially younger. Are, are the younger people, can, can I say sound like an old guy now? Are the younger people not listening to the nursery They're rhymes? They're the kids. Are the kids not listening to the nursery rhymes anymore? I don't know. Are the parents not reciting them anymore? Is this what's happening? Who's to blame? Um, they always look stumped. Like when my I, mom and my grandmother. That yeah, them with me. Absolutely. And they have, like, books and oh stuff. my God, those little golden books of nursery rhymes. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start like a nonprofit to hand out nursery rhyme books. I'm in. Bringing it back. I'm in. And if we can charge for this and make it a profit, I'm way in. This nonprofit stuff just. I, <laughs> I want to do a nonprofit that makes a make whole lot of money. <laughs> this nonprofit's going to make us rich. For the Grammys, the award for best folk album is listed under what genre category? Is it country music? No, it's American Roots. American Roots. That must be fairly recent. Okay. I don't think it's that recent. You don't think it's that recent? Mm. I'd be interested to see how recent that is. Um... That makes well, sense, though. it doesn't though. matter because it's true. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> I'm not debating you. So it has American Roots, Americana, Bluegrass, Contemporary and Traditional Blues, Folk, and Regional Roots Music. Interesting. Okay. Uh, question number three. In a series of children's books by Margaret and H.A. Ray... What descriptive name is given to the character Ted Shackelford? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Cheeto Orange Man? <laughs> Cheeto Orange Man is correct. Well done. No, it's, <laughs> this is from the Curious George books. He's the man, oh, in, man the in the yellow, yellow hat. hat. Yes. Oh. Yes. That's always a good story, a man and his monkey. I agree. I agree. <laughs> there should be more. Tarzan. Well, wasn't there like BJ and the bear? Oh, BJ and the bear was the best. <laughs> and by that, I mean not a very good television show that was lasted for about a couple seasons. But Greg Evigan riding in a semi-truck with a, with a <laughs> monkey. In 2015, what band won the Best Folk Album Grammy for their album Remedy, which featured a collaboration with Bob Dylan titled Sweet Amarillo? Is that Old Crow Medicine Show? That is correct. Very good. (laughs) Wow. I don't really know a lot about folk music. I don't know that the newer stuff. I just remember that title remedy is is familiar, and they're the ones that did Wagon Wheel, the mm-hmm. first version of Wagon Wheel, which is based on a Bob Dylan song. Yeah. And uh, and now the Darius Rucker version made it very popular, and now there are clubs, I believe, in Nashville where they have signs backstage saying you cannot play Wagon Wheel. <laughs> yeah. Too many artists were covering it. <laughs> Because it's a three-chord song, and it's very easy, and uh, people like to sing along to Rock Me Mama. But, uh, 
yeah, they have a sign backstage saying, nope. It's like at the guitar stores with the sign that says no stairway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, thank God. Uh, question number four for you. In what movie does Brad Pitt play death? He's death and he's cute and he likes to eat peanut butter. I've seen it. Yeah, it's, it's a really long movie. It entry. is so long. It is like a seven hour. It's still going on. <laughs> from the first time I saw it. I think it's like almost three hours, isn't it? It's over three hours. It's over three hours. I remember hours. seeing it on a date and just like, this has to be over. There's not even a boat sinking. <laughs> you look covered. She's crying. Yeah, exactly. Because she has it was, to go to the bathroom so bad. It was another. It was another thing of that. Just like, <laughs> can you believe this stupid? Oh, sorry. Can I wipe away your tears, please? <laughs> All right. What's the name of the movie? I can't remember. So I'm gonna guess the Man in Black. It is Meet Joe Black. <sighs> <laughs> Oh. So if you have over three hours to kill, yes. you want to see a kind of boring movie. Yeah. Yeah. And you've already seen Titanic. Zing! <laughs> you know what the best part of me, Joe Black, was when he got hit by that car. <laughs> <laughs> I will it say. Was so, like, I will unexpected. say that that was literally surprising. Yeah. It was so quick, and he just flies up in the air, and it's like. <gasps> And then it's all downhill from there. We were watching just out of, I don't know why we were watching this, but they had a Final Destination marathon. Oh, I love those movies. Do you really? Yes. So there's one, and it might be the first one, where one of the characters is like talking and she just steps into the street and a bus just plows through her. (laughs) And that started a whole five-minute conversation on that Meet Joe Black scene. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, so which one's better? And I was like, well, that one, I mean, Joe Black, he kind of does a big tumble. It's like, it really sends him in the air. Flies up in the air. Where yeah. the final destination one, she just kind of disappears. Yeah. It's like, she just gets pulverized by the bus. Because you don't really go flying up over a bus. No. No. It slams into you and then you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> she's, done, she's done the research, folks. <laughs> What traditional folk family band was the first vocal group to become country music stars? I want to say the Carter family. That is right. Yeah. And then she married Johnny Cash and... uh, So they've had three different generations of the Carter family band. Wow. Is that still going on? It is still happening. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I don't think any of their names are Carter anymore. Really? But they're uh, related. Okay. Okay. As far as my skimming through a Wikipedia (laughs) article. Deep, deep (laughs) research. Deep. All right. I'm going to give you a chance to get three points. Three points in the game Clue. Mm-hmm. Name the three playable male characters. Okay. There's Colonel Mustard. You have one thing. Um, Mr. Green. You have two dings. 
<laughs> this mo- this movie might be coming up later in a later uh, segment. Oh, there's one in the movie, but I don't think he's Oh, Professor Plum. Ding, ding, ding. Yay! Well done. Well I almost done. said Mr. Black and ruined it. You know, that's the guy you meet. Yeah. He's, he's deaf and he likes peanut butter. Um, very well done. Very well done. I think you, yeah, you just stick Joe Black into uh, into Clue. And he just shows up before each person dies. and then. Uh, but you know what? He looks great. Joe Black? Yeah. He's a good looking guy. <laughs> Good looking man. Pete Seeger resigned from the Weavers in 1958 over a dispute about an agreement to do a commercial for what? Oh, wow. Hmm. I'm going to say Coca Cola. No. Mm. It was cigarettes. Oh, well, that makes sense. So he did, he recorded the commercial because it was some contract, and he was, like, outvoted by the other band members, and he did it, and then he quit. Wow. All right. Well, that was good. You did very well on that one. How much did I get? I think you got all, you got four out of the five questions, and there was bonus points, so that is one, two, three, you got six points. That I think that might be my first win yeah. lightning round. Yeah, I think that was. You only missed the, the Meet Joe Black question. Yeah. So, well done. Nice. Well done. Go Happy me. Easter to you. <laughs> she has risen, everybody. <laughs> Actually, last year, I put up a picture of Puka in that chair yeah. and said, she has risen. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? My mom liked it. Of course she did. <laughs> of course she did. Mm. All right, everybody. That was the lightning round. Hearted lover and the false hearted lover is worse than a thief. Is worse than a now it is time for game prep. These are things you may need to know at your pub quiz this week, and we're going to do things a little different uh, this week. Last week's selection was such a downer such a downer it was all death and hailstones and assassinations and by hailstones. oh it was a terrible week so we're going to do something a little more up this week these are people who were born this week so we're going to wish happy birthdays to a lot of people let's get started April 16th, 1947, happy birthday, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Happy birthday. Born Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played 20 seasons in the NBA, six with the Milwaukee Bucks, and of course 14 with the Los Angeles Lakers. He retired as the all-time scoring leader in the NBA. Are you aware of 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. Okay. I don't need. <laughs> I don't want to ask any more questions than that. I am aware that he exists. As I was growing up, the move he did, the Skyhook, was a huge deal for like playing in the playground. You wanted to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the playground so you could do the Skyhook. And of course, he's great in the movie Airplane. Yes. yes. I think that's how I know him best, actually. I think there's a generation of, of people who know him best as the guy in Airplane. There have been a lot of Airplane memes because of... The United the thing? The United thing. Yeah. So there's a bunch of scenes in Airplane where like he's shaking a <laughs> passenger and like smacking him in the face. Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> I've seen that one. With a big just lineup of people just, yeah, just yeah. beating on somebody. Yeah. United, selling seats and kicking ass, and we just ran out of seats. <laughs> <laughs> like it. I like it a lot. April 16th, 1971. Happy birthday, Peter Billingsley. Happy birthday, Peter. Star of A Christmas Story. Now a producer and director of such films as Four Christmases and Couples Retreat. And if you saw a picture of him, and if you want to, you can go look one up right now if you want to. He is unrecognizable. I think I have seen a recent photo. He shows up every once in a while. John Favreau and he, uh, Peter Billingsley are friends on some level. And so he ends up in a lot of John Favreau films and kind of bit parts. Mm. He's an elf. He's an Iron Man. He's like has these little bit parts and things. And then he's a very successful producer and director. So he kind of got out of the acting thing for the most part and went to the other side. April 17th, 1954. Happy birthday, Michael Sembello. Happy birthday. Give him a nice send-off there. Happy birthday, Michael. Michael, Michael listens. Mikey. He's one of, the, one of our listeners. He is a songwriter and guitarist that you may never have heard of, but he is best known for his one hit, Maniac, on the Flashdance soundtrack. Oh, He's a maniac. Maniac on, on the, the floor. floor. Now, I've always wondered about the next line. And he's, she's dancing like she's never danced before. Does that mean she's a good dancer or a horrible dancer? She's like Elaine on Seinfeld. She's just like jerking around. <laughs> the thumb. Can you just imagine if that was the scene in Flashdance where she goes to the audition and she just can't <laughs> dance? <laughs> you know, the best uh, version of that song was in Tommy Boy. Oh, I don't remember it in Tommy Boy. Where is it in Tommy Boy? <laughs> It was after they went cow tipping. Oh, and he's right. And like covered in mud and he just sprays them with water. And Chris oh, Farley right. is like dancing around in the water singing that song. <laughs> it's very funny. Now, the trivia that I know about that song is that he wrote it not for the movie. He had already had that song written and it was about a homicidal maniac. Oh, no. Uh, he's a maniac, a maniac at your door. Who writes a song about that? And they were just like, we like the song, Michael, but can you please change the word door to floor and make it about a dancer? It's like, all right, this seems kind of weird, but I'll do it. <laughs> Number one really hit. True? It's very true. It's <laughs> oh very gosh. true. It's very true. 
What a weirdo. Yes. Happy birthday, weirdo. <laughs> Carefully <laughs> listens to that. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> Keep riding in. <laughs> One of these days you might win the audio round. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If it's just maniac seven times. <laughs> April 17th, 1974. Happy birthday, Victoria Beckham. Happy birthday, VB. Posh Spice. P.S. Best known for being Posh Spice. (laughs) True. And being married to the soccer star, David Beckham. That was one of the first... Like pop star married to athlete pairings that I can remember being a big deal. I'm trying to think of one before that, but that was kind of the big. I mean, it was like royalty in the UK to have a Spice Girl yeah. and the soccer star hook up. They are like the super couple. Yeah. And they're both very good looking. Yeah. I remember being in an airport. When the uh, Super Bowl was on. Okay. And I'm like sitting in a bar, like not really watching TV, but then I just see this like underwear ad with him. Right. And I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening to me? Ooh. Is it warm in here? Is it just the television? I was like, this is the greatest Super Bowl ever. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Who's winning? Uh, Me. I didn't even know who was playing. Everybody's winning (laughs) watching this ad right now. (laughs) April 18th, 1976. Happy birthday, Melissa Joan Hart. Happy birthday. She is best known for starring in Nickelodeon's first successful sitcom, Clarissa Explains It All. And for playing Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. I loved Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah. Now, this is 90s? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, also 90s. Kind of later 90s? It was later. Okay. Because it was after. Right. I remember Sabrina. I remember seeing... I was aware that Clarissa Explains It All was a thing, but I wasn't a watcher of the show. Sabrina, I saw a few episodes of, and... But she was charming. <laughs> She's a charming person. They had a fake cat on that show. Salem? Yeah. Yeah. I know his name. <laughs> I think I've asked that question. Oh, okay. Yeah. April 18th, 1857. Happy birthday, Clarence Darrow. Happy birthday, Clarence. An American criminal lawyer, best known for two cases. The Leopold and Loeb case in 1924, and the Scopes monkey trial in 1925. How much do you know about either one of those cases? I only know about the Scopes trial. Okay. Because, is it a play? Inherit the Wind. Yeah. Was based on that. It was the uh, teacher who was teaching evolution. Right. Clarence Darrow went to... uh, Defend him and Kansas, right? Uh, that's I'm pretty sure it's Kansas. I'm gonna say Tennessee without looking any further. Let's find out together. Like it's Kansas, it is Tennessee. 
No. Yeah, the, the he was violated. Uh, he was violating Tennessee's Butler Act, which made it unlawful to teach human evolution in any state-funded school. Why did I think it was Kansas. Something else happened in Kansas. Yeah, a lot of things happened in Kansas. So I know that it was like it wasn't. It kind of like a like a fake thing. Like it like it was set up almost, wasn't it? The trial was deliberately staged in order to attract publicity to the small town of Dayton, Tennessee. Well, right. Now I see what you're saying. Scopes was unsure whether he had ever actually taught evolution. Ooh, where are you seeing this? (laughs) This is on Wikipedia? Yeah. Very nicely done. That's interesting. I did not know that part of the story. Well, you know, what's definitely true is that it was not in Kansas. It was not in Kansas. At least I got that part right. (laughs) Now, Leopold and Loeb is a whole other thing. It happened a year before. Uh, Leopold and Loeb were these two 18-year-old kids uh, from very wealthy families who killed a 14-year-old basically for thrills. So Darrow came in to defend them, and one of the things that he did was he made them plead guilty, and then his defense was basically to keep them out of the electric chair. But uh, it was a very highly publicized case because these kids were rich and came from wealthy families and they just wanted the thrill of taking a human life. Yeah. Daryl was kind of I mean, we all have dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Tell, (laughs) Tell me about these dreams. Another time. Okay. April 19th, 1946. Happy birthday, Tim Curry. Yay, happy birthday. Best known for playing Dr. Frank N. Furter in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, The Butler in Clue, and Pennywise in It. (laughs) How about that? We were just talking about It last night. Oh my gosh. I have not ever seen It or read the book It, uh, but... You have a history with this book. Well, I I read it. Yes. As a young teen. And mm-hmm. it was like the first adult book that I ever read. Yeah. Now, do you remember the movie of it with Tim Curry? Yeah, I remember the movie, but I saw it way after because I wasn't allowed to watch the movie because <laughs> it was rated R. But I could read, I was allowed to read any book that I wanted. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the, book, the book can't possibly be be bad. It'll just put words and images into oh your head. The book was way more disturbing than that movie was. That's an interesting parental choice to make. Because in a movie, they have to keep things kind of tame. And especially It, the movie, which was a television movie, they weren't able to show a lot of... I mean, I never saw it, but I would assume that when they made that, they couldn't show graphic stuff in a television miniseries. But in a book, you can describe everything and leave it up to a young child's was imagination. It was a television miniseries? It was. It um, was never maybe made. I was allowed to watch it then. Yeah. It was never made into a theatrical movie until, until now. now. With who is playing it now? Oh, I think it's Who's playing is- Pennywise, I mean? Bell Skarsgård, yes, which is Alexander Skarsgård's little brother. I know this is big news in the internet world. 
the yeah. trailer came out and everybody got I very excited. I saw the trailer and I got excited <laughs> because it looks really scary. Does that come out this year? I think so. Will he be as good as Tim Curry? Can anybody be as good as Nobody Tim Curry? Nobody can ever ever be as good as Tim Curry. Yeah. But I think the movie itself will be better. I remember when they remade Rocky Horror on television. It's one thing if you do it in a theater or do it like, you know, in a in a community production or something like that, but to to do another theatrical or do, to do another filmed version of it, I don't know. It doesn't interest me. Well, Millennials gotta ruin some shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Happy birthday, millennials. Thanks a lot. Thanks for ruining our past. Why don't you go remake Clue? Don't, <gasps> don't do, do that. it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, I put that idea out there. Oh my god. Who would play the butler now in Clue? Bill Skarsgård, I think. <laughs> Is he just now do all the Tim Curry roles now? April 20th, 1976. Happy birthday, Hitler. No, Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Happy birthday, Joey. <laughs> A sitcom actor. Best known for the shows Gimme a Break and Blossom. His last show, Melissa and Joey, with fellow birthday celebrator Melissa Joan Hart, ended in 2015. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart, two days older than Joey Lawrence. I Do you have any opinion on Joey Lawrence? Uh, not really. I watched Blossom. Yeah. Um, I actually liked Blossom's older brother better. Oh, yeah. I who was that? Why. I have no idea who it was. <laughs> I remember liking it better. Who played, who played, Siri, who played Blossom's <laughs> older brother? Siri. <laughs> I don't have Siri. That's how you cheat at trivia. That is how I cheat at trivia. That's the only way. Uh, all right. So Blossom and Joey Anthony. Tony Russo. Is that the one you're talking about? The drug yeah. addict guy? Wait, he's a drug addict in real life? Well, this one says show? this one says he's a recovering drug addict and alcoholic. He's difficult remembering for four years of his life. So that's the character guy. or the actor? The character. Tony Russo, a recovering drug addict and alcoholic. God, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I mean, I didn't really watch the show, but I would have heard I about type. that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> April 22nd, 1923. Happy birthday, Aaron Spelling. Happy birthday to Aaron Spelling. Producer of such TV shows as Charlie's Angels, The Love Boat, Dynasty, Beverly Hills, 90210. And Tori. Producer of Tori. Tori oh, he Spelling. did produce yeah. Tori. Well, his wife did, but I think he was around. Uh, Aaron Spelling shows, do they mean anything to you? Any of those shows mean anything to you? Nope, I didn't watch any of those shows. Wow, not even Beverly Hills 90210? Mm-mm. Wow, okay. I, uh, my family was a big uh, Love Boat watcher. That was a big Saturday night show to watch uh, Love Boat. And then at, that was at 9 o'clock, and then 10 o'clock was Fantasy Island. And mm. sometimes Love Boat would go to Fantasy Island and then that was very exciting. Oh my god. Love exciting and new. <laughs> Come aboard. We're expecting you. Well, love. 
it floats back to you. And now it is time for tips and tricks. Tricks. Tips. Sorry. It's always at this point in the podcast recording on Thursdays that I just get punchy as shit. Sorry, everybody. That was a good one. Okay, fine. It was weird. I liked it. All right. It's weird. I liked it, too. (laughs) So what we're going to do for the next few episodes is take some deep dives and help you guys do some educated guessing on some subjects that you might not be great at. This week, we're going to talk about the audio round and we're going to talk about some newer artists. So I get people who are older coming to me on a regular basis saying the audio rounds are hard when it's new artists. I've picked out some artists, some pop singers of today, and give you some hints on how to recognize them and make your best guesses. Song titles, that's going to be a little bit harder, but maybe this will help you guess an artist or two right and make the difference in your pub quiz. At least get that one point for the artist. Absolutely. You might, this might be the difference between winning and losing right here. And we are going to use our lovely and talented friend Monica as a guinea pig. Monica, how do you usually do it audio rounds? I don't know. Okay. Not, not great. Okay. But I do have those moments where I'll say, oh, that sounds like this band. Right. I don't know that song or recognize it, but I, but it sounds like them. Right. And then I'll put that and I'll get the point. See, that's what I'm, we're looking for yeah. here is just this isn't going to solve all your your pub quiz problems, but maybe you'll recognize something and go, oh, that is this person. Mm-hmm. And then maybe somebody else on the team will fill in the rest of the blanks. So I picked out uh, six men and women uh, who are uh, solo artists in the pop music world right now. And we're going to play a little clip and also talk about how they sound and how you can maybe pick them out of a crowd. Let's start with this one. Monica, do you know who this is? Any ideas on this? I don't know. But who? if I was going to guess. Yes. Justin Timberlake. That is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I'll put a little ding in there. For that. Uh, so that is from the Trolls soundtrack. That was his last big hit called Can't Stop the Feeling. It was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Song. and might have won Oscar for Best Song, if I remember correctly. But Justin Timberlake is probably a name that you know. He was in a boy band called Sync, And now he has a solo career. If you're going to hear a Justin Timberlake song, well, let me ask you this. What made it sound like a Justin Timberlake song to you? What made you guess that? Probably his voice. Okay. What about his voice is distinctive to you? Uh, it's higher. Mm-hmm. And he kind of does a little nasally stuff sometimes. He's got a little bit of a nasal. He's got a, definitely a higher voice. He the music that usually accompanies him is pretty disco-y. Poppy. Yeah, very poppy, very disco. He channels a lot of kind of early 80s Michael Jackson era yeah, type pop. He 
is associated to Michael Jackson in my mind. Yeah. Because he's a good dancer. Mm-hmm. The poppy music. And his songs usually don't have any dark tones. They're usually very upbeat. They're usually yeah. very fun. A little bit about relationships. A lot of stuff just about having a good time. Bringing um, the sexy back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's try the next one. Another male singer who's big right now. Try this. I know when I know this. <laughs> All right. Who is this? This is Drake. This is Drake. He is a Canadian singer. Uh, he was an actor. He was on Degrassi High back in the day. And now he is out doing his thing uh, in kind of the R&B hip-hop world. He has another song. It's like, started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. He kind of has a very plain voice. It doesn't a lot of vibrato. He has a little bit of an accent that's kind of unidentifiable. I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or what it is, but he has a little bit of a of an accent. He sings a little slow. You're not going to hear him do anything too quick. Um, his it's songs rapping, also, but not really fast. Right. He does do some rapping, but everything is laid back. Everything mm-hmm. is is laid back. Uh, let's try the next one, and I think you'll know this one. <laughs> yeah, I know this song. Who would this be? This is Pharrell. This is Pharrell, or Pharrell Williams, if uh, you need to have the last name. But uh, he usually goes just by Pharrell. Um, a lot of these singers just go by one name. It's kind of interesting. Um, Pharrell used to be in a band called Nerd, N-E-R-D, and then he was in a production group called The Neptunes, and that's kind of where he came to be uh, known he guest stars on a lot of songs, but lately he's kind of had his own hits. Happy, the song you just heard, is from the Despicable Me 2 soundtrack, and I think that's another one that won Oscar for Best Song. Well, he does writing and also produces stuff for a lot of oh, other yeah. people, right? Oh, yeah. He's still out there doing all that stuff. His voice, uh, kind of in that same Justin Timberlake range, he has a higher voice. He'll sing a lot of uh, falsetto Kind of reminds me of Marvin Gaye back in the day, um, you know, in that kind of range. So if you're older folk and you know who Marvin Gaye is, you can kind of hear that in there. All the songs are very upbeat. All the songs are very positive. A little bit of a retro vibe to the stuff that he does. And uh, he does a lot of movie stuff. So if it's from a movie that you've seen recently, it could very well be Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's try the next one. Sure. Maybe just a touch of a guess Bruno Mars. He's coming up. But oh. that, is a, that is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh, Ed okay. Sheeran. Uh, Ed Sheeran is an English singer and songwriter. See, I know him more by the way he looks than his music. Yeah, and he is a very distinctive look. He's got uh, red hair, very messy, lots of tattoos. Um, he doesn't, he has this kind of, he has a lot of tattoos, he has a lot of tattoos now. He kind of has a little baby face. He's, He's only 26. He's round head and he looks like a carrot. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So if it shows up in a picture round, <laughs> yeah. that's Ed Sheeran. Um, but if he shows up in an audio round, 
he sings songs that are very that's a song called um uh thinking out loud and he sings songs in that very kind of ballad vein and with a little bit of a retro feel there's nothing too uh contemporary about his sound but he also has a voice that travels a lot he he can get tricky with the voice he can go up into falsettos he can really put on a lot of vibrato so if you're hearing a love song sung kind of in that blue-eyed soul voice with a little english accent probably ed sheeran let's do the next one Is that the Bruno Mars one? This is Bruno Mars. Yeah. I apparently did not know what he sounded like. Yeah. So Bruno Mars is, uh, he was also a songwriter first and then kind of got his own, his own thing going. His biggest hit is Uptown Funk, which came out uh, a couple of years ago. Um, another singer that's kind of got a little bit of a retro vibe. His stuff's kind of harkens back to um, 80s ballads and uh, Motown kind of funk stuff very retro sounding Um, and yeah he's got a large range so he can get up into the falsettos and everything's just going to be happy and peppy with Bruno Mars not a lot of sad songs in his repertoire I guess I didn't know who he was really I just heard his name Yeah, but I've heard that Uptown Funk song yeah that's everywhere yeah and in my head oh yeah that's the other thing too with bruno mars if you've been to a wedding you've either heard uptown funk or 24k magic uh a bunch in the last couple of years that's those are big wedding songs all right let's get into the ladies right now and uh let's start with this one That sounds like Beyonce. That is so Beyonce. That is uh, Beyonce. She comes up a lot in audio rounds. Uh, Beyonce, originally named Beyonce Knowles. Uh, she is used to be part of a girl group named uh, Destiny's Child. And if you ever hear that voice surrounded by other girls singing, it's probably Destiny's Child. Very forceful voice, very authoritative voice. Doesn't have a lot of tricks to her voice. It's not going to go Mariah Carey on you, but she uh, has a very powerful R&B voice. And her songs are usually about uh, women standing up for themselves. Independent and, ladies. Yeah, very much about that sort of thing. So if you hear a very strong-sounding woman singing about very strong subjects, that is probably going to be Beyonce. And if you hear a... Man rapping on her song is probably her husband, Jay-Z, as a little bonus there mm-hmm. for that. Let's try another. Is that Rihanna? That is Rihanna. Very nicely done. Now, Rihanna's from Barbados, R-I-H-A-N-N-A. She's from Barbados. She has a very distinctive accent to her voice. And her uh, the music that she has has a little bit of the reggaeton 
uh, Jamaican Caribbean sound kind of comes through in a lot of her tracks. She also does a lot of singing on very straight EDM electronic dance music tracks as well. But that accent, she's never been, she's never really hidden that accent. It's comes through a lot. I don't think I've ever heard her speak. I haven't either. That's a very good point. I don't know if she speaks in that accent or not. Hmm. But she definitely sings in it. So that's a very distinctive one. If you hear that sort of voice with that sort of Caribbean accent, that is definitely Rihanna. Uh, Next up. That the Katy Perry? That is the Katy Perry. <laughs> that is the Katy Perry. Um, so an, an American singer, very straightforward voice, not a lot of tr- tricks to it, very plain. Um, usually her songs are pretty happy and peppy. She does have a few ballads like Roar and Fireworks that are kind of more anthemic. But for the most part, her songs are pretty happy, peppy pop songs. Um I always notice her voice when it goes into falsetto. She has a very kind of reedy, thin falsetto. It's not a big, uh, I keep saying Mariah Carey, but she doesn't have that big range of a falsetto. Mm -hmm. She can kind of slip up there, but she goes right back down to that chest voice. That's very powerful. Um, Not a lot of vibrato. Again, not a lot of tricks. Very straightforward. And her songs are just um, happy pop songs. If it sounds like she's wearing a bra made out of whipped cream, <laughs> it's gonna be Katy Perry. I want to know what that sounds like, but that—that's that, that is really important. That's to not. The music that's not. Round. That's not gonna come up. That's not gonna come through in the audio round, guys. The whipped cream on the breasts not gonna come through in the audio round, and I'm not gonna give that as a hint. You have to fend for yourself on that. All right, let's do the next one. Everybody knows that. Well, not everybody. You'd be surprised people who do not know who Lady Gaga is. It's the Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm taking I'm taking for granted that people okay. don't know who these people are. Um, I just, I really like her, and I've listened to a lot of her music. Yeah. So it's like... This one's automatic. It's obvious to me. What would you describe her voice, if you had to describe her voice? It's... Really strong. Yes. And good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She sounds like somebody, and she is somebody, who could sing just about any style of music. She's got almost a musical theater power voice where she could just, it soars over everything. Now, a lot of her early hits are very electronic dance music type songs, so it gets a little lost in those. But in her later stuff, she really kind of stretches her voice out and really gets a lot of power out of it. She just did, uh, last year, a couple years ago, a duets album with Tony Bennett doing jazz standards. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. And my dad, who didn't like her at all, called her Lady Gag Gag for all the (laughs) outfits and stuff like that. Listen to that, and he was like, I was totally wrong. Totally wrong. She's, an she's amazing. She's amazing singer. Yeah, she's and incredible. I like all the crazy outfits. She is like for those uh, for those of the older generation. She is kind of like this generation's Elton John, in what she does a lot of outfits. She does a lot of crazy antics, but the songs are really good. 
her writing is really good and the voice is really strong. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get from Lady Gaga. Also, if you're interested, go watch her videos. Oh, yeah. They are like mini movies. Yeah, they're pretty uh, crazy. Um, and she sings a lot about empowerment. She sings a lot about uh, sexual liberation. She sings a lot about she's very into the the lesbian gay community and and about them having rights she's she's she'll be singing about she's not going to be singing kind of simple love songs like born this way yeah yeah she's going to applause and you and i and a lot of her songs are about performing right and being the center of attention, basically. Yeah, yeah. she's not going to sing, you know, a, a simple little love ballad or even just like a, uh, you know, I'm going out with my girls and having a good time. Even the songs that are like that, like Telephone and Just Dance, there's an edge to them that uh, other singers don't have. Mm-hmm. So edgy, powerful, big voice, that's Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Um, so that's it for this, uh, this little tips and tricks. I hope this helps. Um, if you have any suggestions on a topic that you would like us to cover and give you some hints on how to maybe fast track your way to getting some more answers right, let us know quizfix at gmail.com and we will try our best to accommodate you. Monica is going to do one of these next week. Next week. What is it going to be about? It's going to be... I guess Star Trek. I like it. She's going to help you get through some Star Trek <laughs> trivia. So uh, we're looking the, forward to that. One of the only things I know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, name that tune. We're going to do an audio round on getting high. Wait, so the audio round, will it help if they are high when Ooh. they're doing it? You know what? I'm going to leave that all up to you. <laughs> I'm not going to say don't do it, and I'm not going to say don't do it. I'm going to say <laughs> do it. It's 420. In fact, wait until 420. Get yourself all sorts of high, and then try to figure out this audio round. And just have a couple pizzas handy. Kitties, we're getting out the catnip. Oh, that's what we're on. <laughs> now, the, now that on 420... Get your cats crazy high on catnip. <laughs> I like that idea quite a bit. And as we said before, get your answers in before Sunday. You have all the way till Sunday to do this. So listen at your leisure. Gather some friends around. Try to do it without some audio detecting software, if you can. And have fun with it. Uh, here we go with the audio round. Your audio round starts meow. One. He was born in the summer of his 27th year Coming home to a place he'd never been before Two Three. 
four. On my way upstairs and had a smoke, and somebody spoke, and I went into a dream. Five. Six. Well, let me get to the point. Let's roll. Another joint turn the radio. Seven. Take back the weed. Take back the cocaine, baby. Take back the pill. All right, that's it for the audio round. Get your answers in by Sunday, quizfix at gmail.com or on our contact page at quizfix.net slash contact. That's it for now, but come see us host out there. Tell us again where you host during the week. Tuesday, Fitzgerald's Ballard. Wednesday, Bluegrass, Georgetown. I am Monday, Skylark, West Seattle. Tuesday, Crown Bar, Tacoma. And Thursday, Local 907 in Renton. And you can also play at Murphy's in Wallingford on Thursdays with Jason. That is also 7.30. All these games are free to play, and there are prizes, and it's a lot of fun. So that's it. Thank you for listening. Yes, and we will see you next week. Bye. Let's go.